When I steps on the floor, I don't waste time. Two seconds, one shot, I'ma make mine. Put a three-pointer on baseline. They want my spot. I'm trying to save mine. So you should move over. You should move over. Yo, 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 man. Hoop Narrative Podcast once again. It's your boy OT. And always, I got my bro, Fred Joe, in the building. Come on, man. You know we here, man. Hoop narrative, we in the building, bro. And if it's just us two, you should know why we in here because the season's getting underway, man. We had to give you guys, <laughs> you know, our previews and predictions. We, you know, we was looking through the podcast, everybody giving their previews and right. predictions. So we, we had to do ours too, bro. Come on, man. The leagues are around the corner. Why not? Man, leagues right around the corner. Shout out to uh last couple guys we just got in the uh, building with uh, Cartier, French Tony, our brother. Uh, and the young boy we done seen uh, grow up pretty much, who y'all probably watching now, uh, Jalen Noel. Uh, mm-hmm. So definitely shout out to them and uh, shout out to uh, everybody who's been listening uh, for the last few months with us as well. Yeah, bro. I always say we ain't nothing without the guests. So we appreciate you guys for tapping in with us, man. No, for sure. 2021, bro. Here we are. And I know you're still on a high right now from the LA Lakers winning the NBA championship. Yeah. I'll, I'll mellow out once we uh. First, oh, it's over now. Yeah. First, first uh, when we get our rings, first oh, okay. game. Yeah, that's game when. I, yeah, that's when it's over. That's when it's over. So, uh, you know, we're just gonna break down how we think the season gonna go. Uh, some things that we uh, possibly can predict seeing happening. Uh, we're just gonna get right in and we, you know, let's talk about. <clears throat> let's talk about it. Uh, the West side, which is always the best side. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about the West, bro. Uh. So the Lakers, who come out the West, are the are the champions mm-hmm. coming back, uh, pretty much bringing uh, the nucleus back. And AD, LeBron James, both signed extensions. Then they also mm-hmm. went and got uh, Montrezl Harrell, mm-hmm. and they got Dennis Mar- Dennis Sh- yeah Dennis, Dennis Schroeder. Schroeder, good Dennis Schroeder, uh, Wesley Matthews, mm-hmm. and they lost Javale McGee, Danny Green. Uh, so Marcus all picked up Mark. Too. I picked up Marcus yep, all as yep, well. Yep, Marcus all. So basically, we are we're here again. So it sounds like that Lakers got better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we definitely got better. And they the reigning champs. Yeah. So it's as of right now, it looks like the Lakers versus versus the Pack on who's gonna come out the West. Yeah, man, we gonna see who's the Pack to you though. Who who's legit? Who's guys that got legit chances that can come in and actually? You know, go chest to chest with these guys in the Western Conference Finals. Man, bro, I mean, right off the top, I give it to the Clippers. You know, they'll have a they'll have a chance. Let's stop there. Okay. <laughs> We're only gonna stop there because this is our first time, yeah. you know, doing previews and predictions. And I know I, I I'm on another uh, radio show. Uh, shout out to Granville Emerson mm-hmm. who gave me the opportunity, and I said the whole year that it's gonna be L.A. versus L.A. thing. Yeah. I'm gonna say it again. <laughs> it's gonna be a L.A. versus L.A. show in the Western Conference Finals. I agree. Now, with that being said, the Clippers lost Montrezl Harrell. They did. He came to the winning side. Came to the winning he side. He came to the winning side. How do you feel like? It sounded like there was some uh, animosity and conflict in between there, not only with the roster yeah. and Montrez, but, I mean, clearly the front office didn't appreciate him as much as well. Yeah. Uh, what, do you, what do you see, like, 
the whole thing with the Clippers was that they did not gel and it showed. And I was listening actually to a, uh, I was on listening to NBA radio show mm-hmm. on XM radio. Mm-hmm. And he made a point that, uh, you know, it showed in the bubble that if you pretty much didn't gel and rock with your team, yeah. uh, it showed yeah. because those guys did not gel. And that's all, that's all who you were around in yeah. the bubble. And it clearly fed off their team. Mm-hmm. And they took a second round exit. Yeah, bro. I just, I definitely feel like that was one of the biggest problems was the chemistry, you know, the gelling, like, like we, you know, we've talked about, but you heard the, the rumblings of Montrez feeling away and Lou Will, you know, the old guys feeling mm-hmm. away about the new guys. Let's just say that, yeah. you know, and then everything came out. And then you started to see, you know, like, okay, clearly these guys didn't get along, you know. And I think Montrez looked at what the Lakers had and him being a Rich Paul client, he he knows what's, what what's you know, AD, LeBron, he knows, mm-hmm. you know, what it's going to be like, the leadership. So I think he just wanted to be a part of that, you know. And it's hard for, you know, when your role players are feeling like they should be stars, bro, mm-hmm. that's where – you're going to always have problems. And I think when L.A., Montrez knows exactly who he is. Yeah. So. And and now you see uh, Paul George signed in his extension. He did. He did. Um, Kawhi's still there. They went and traded uh, Landry Schmidt for Luke Kennard, which I thought was actually a sneaky pickup. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like Luke. He's sneaky, bro. Yeah. He's sneaky. And a lot of people don't. I mean, you know, if they don't got the league pass, they're yeah, probably no, not you're watching average, Yeah, Luke you're Kennard. average basketball fan. Yeah. yeah, bro. You, you're a hoop junkie. Luke so Kennard you can know, play. Yeah, you know that, bro. Yeah, he's more than don't. just a shooter. He actually turned himself. He he took a step last year for the Detroit Pistons. He turned yeah. himself to someone You got to be a junkie or a Duke fan to know Luke Kennard. Exactly. <laughs> and you got to know, to know that, you know, like I said, he took a step last yeah, year. So I did. thought that was actually a really good pickup for them. Mm-hmm. He, well, he was a lottery pick, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's just stuck in no man's right. land in Detroit. <laughs> right, exactly. So, I ain't mad at him for that. I thought that was a good pickup. Um, they didn't get really anybody to replace Montrez, but I'm gonna keep it a band. The top is still the top is still there, which yeah. in Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked to Clint about this, and I'm standing on my own words when I say this. Kawhi's still a top three player in this okay. NBA, and I okay. and I think with this now him. Him being the first time, him being the first time having somewhat of a burden on his back. All he knows is the work and grind yeah, at the end of the yeah. day. What I do think where he does need to make the jump in is though is to be a leader. Mm-hmm, and agreed. I don't know if that's vocally or, you know, whatever the case is for him emotionally. Mm-hmm. But I do think he has to be learn how to be able to lead mm-hmm. other than just by his play. Mm-hmm, uh, and uh, this is, I mean, clearly a show. There's yeah. no, there was no leader in that locker room last year. I mean, as much as of a like a dog, maybe Pat Bev is. Or I don't know if he's necessarily the voice of the LA yeah. Clippers. You know, people tune out all the rah rah. Yeah, with him. Yeah, you, you, you want him to kind of just be a dog. You want him to play his role to be a dog. At the yeah. end of the day, I do think it's on Paul George and Kawhi Leonard to to lead yeah. on and off the court. Yeah. And with the rumors that we heard about, you know, them getting preferential treatment. That was kind of tough, bro. Yeah. Now I see why Lou and those guys were feeling how they were feeling. Mm-hmm. These guys was getting treated mm-hmm. real special. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, it's a give and take here. Yeah. I mean, you are the you are stars. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, you are going to get preferential That's treatment. Leverage. But at the end of the day, you also got to learn also sacrifice. And 
understanding what it takes to win a championship, which what I know Kawhi knows. Mm. Uh, I think this is something that Paul George is not. I mean, we didn't hurt him. He's been on podcasts. Yeah. Uh, all the smoke. Talking. Oh, yeah. yeah. Shout out to all the smoke, man. Yeah. That's a hell of a podcast. <laughs> hell of a podcast, for real. But you know, Paul George, is, you know, he's done the talking again. And it's like, okay. He said here. he's back with his training from MVP. And he's yeah. on guys' asses. We don't want to hear that, though. <laughs> we know what you can do, though, in the in the regular season. Right. Uh, the eyes will be on you in the playoffs. starting the playoffs. That's what these guys don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> so. No one cares. My thing is, I don't really understand the whole Paul George, you know, kind of making this rumblings about Doc Rivers didn't use him right and all yeah. that, whatever. That yeah, that's exactly why some people have this stigma about Paul George yeah, already. No accountability. Yeah, and it's and I I I wasn't feeling it. Yeah, I wasn't either, bro. Yeah, I mean coaches already get enough of the flack already, and as a star player, I, I feel like there's just a responsibility for you to protect your coach. Yeah, and then on top of that, like I said, you already. <laughs> don't know you don't show up in the playoffs yeah. consistently. So for now you talking about Ryan right, right? like dude, you played bad. Now you're talking bad. Yeah, but so, no, nah, I definitely think those guys though. What yeah, do you think the Nuggets? I think the Nuggets are another. Yeah, and I think the Nuggets took the college approach uh, to the free uh, uh, to the off season, mm-hmm. and you know they didn't really make any additions. Just grinding. Yeah, they already have young guys mm-hmm. and. They expected they're they're expecting their young guys to take another step. Yeah, and I'm it okay looks like with Michael that. Michael Porter Junior's full time in the starting lineup. Ooh, well, him I knew I see him and Will Barton are having some. So Will Barton started last preseason. Okay, game. okay, okay, and then I see Mike started one game, so maybe mm-hmm. that's where. Okay, so okay. I think Will Will's game that he started that was his first game back. Yeah. So I don't know how where that's gonna Did go. Did you see his comments? Will yeah, said I didn't, I saw I didn't sign or come here to be a six oh, Will man. said that? Yeah, he well, said I did to you, come off the bench or something like that. I didn't come here for Did that you hour. see what uh, Mike said after? Nuh-uh. He was saying that, I mean, yeah, Will's a starter. He said, I feel like I'm a starter. Oh. And he was saying that we'll both do what right. what it takes right. uh, to, to win games. So well, we, we, I don't know, Will. He said how funky. we feel. Yeah, Will said how we feel. And we know Mike Porter. He's a humble dude, but we know Mike Porter. But he, he feels like he should be playing and yeah. starting. So that that sounded kind of <laughs> funky, uh, and I hope that doesn't there, there's no friction there because yeah. they do have a really good young team. They do, they do. And if it's me, I am starting Michael Porter only because he can spread the floor. Yeah, Will Barton can do multiple things. Yeah. So you want him to come off the bench? I mean, Will Barton was going to end the game regardless. So I don't know. That's funky. I understand yeah. where I understand where Will Barton's coming from. Yeah. Uh, but the rest of the team, you have Jokic, who has, I think, proven now that he is the best center in the NBA. Mm-hmm, agreed. Uh, Jamal Murray, who's proven that he can be a potential all-NBA player. Yeah. And then uh, Gary Harris, who was up and down, but he, I think he did prove that he is yeah. a great defender at the yeah. end of the day. Gary Harris is serviceable. Solid, yeah, exactly. A solid two-way guy. Exactly. Solid, and solid. they brought back the vet, Paul Millsap. Mm-hmm. And then... It does hurt. Uh, they lost Mike, uh, not Mike, but uh, Malik Beasley. Oh, they did. To and, the Timberwolves. Yeah. Right. And I think, like I said, the GM, uh, Tim Connolly, I think his name is, I think he's just going to. And they got RJ Hampton in the draft. So oh, once again, did. he's doing I it forgot, again. I forgot. He's Overseas, getting, right? Yeah. yeah okay. So he's ba- so Tim Connolly is basically hoping that uh, Jokic takes the next step. Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray takes a huge step. Yeah. 
and then Bobo becomes serviceable throughout the whole se- serviceable mm-hmm. about the, throughout the whole season, mm-hmm. and then Mike Porter can take that next step to be more than just serviceable. That yeah. he can possibly be the third option. Yeah. Cause they're all they'll always have those those systems they'll always have good role players. Mm-hmm. So I know it was tough for them to lose Tory Craig and those guys, but you not like that. You'll you can find serviceable role guys. No, you're right. You and Mike f- Porter has to understand like he's playing for a team where they're already set at the yeah. at the tippy top. Yeah, they got their all NBA guy. They're gonna build around. They got yeah. another. You're just do may not be in Denver, and that's mm-hmm. okay. So right now, just mm-hmm. do what your job um, is. And even my thing is like. If you do want to win a championship, this yeah. is your best bet. Like, and then be actually a big piece to him. Does it does winning mean more to him, or do you think being a guy does? I guess we'll see. I mean, as a young guy, yeah, as a young guy, it's tough. I guess as a young guy, you want to like, man, you're young, you want to win and still show people that you can be the guy. So I get it. Yeah. And Mike Porter's always been the guy. So. No, you're right. So so basically, you telling me, you feel like there's only two teams. That can they can maybe beat LA the Lakers in the West Conference? Yeah, bro. Portland, I don't like. Nah, nobody else really. I'm gonna give you a sleeper pick. You're gonna say Dallas, huh? And it all depends <laughs> on what the man himself can do. But yes, I'm talking about the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, Good Luca. And for everybody listening, I'm not saying that Dallas is a for sure contender. Yeah. But when you have a top five player on your team, you always have a chance. You always have a chance. And that's what I love about Luca when 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 people talk to me about the top five, whatever, you know, just briefly ESPN's little top five rankings. Like I, I wasn't taking Luca out of my top five, no. bro. But but for that reason that we're talking about. Every time he has the ball, I feel like I have a chance. Like just like I'm like, okay, we're gonna have a chance tonight to win playoffs, championship, and that's all I want. And you know, and my t- and my guy. And that's something that you've been speaking on. So you know, since we started this yeah. podcast, was about you know somebody who can do that for you and take you there. Yeah. Somebody you can trust night in and night out on the biggest stage. So you trust Dan? You trust Luca Morning Dane? I mean, I'm not mad at you. If yeah, you do, but okay. I do. Yep, I do too. I just wanted to. I had to ask to see how you felt. I had to yeah. ask. Yeah, no, I do, and that's and that's only because Luca has done it with less. Yeah, and I guess I wouldn't say I trust him more than Dame. It's almost on the same echelon, but I know for damn sure I'm taking him over Dame. Yeah, I, I'm doing that too. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be real tricky uh, to see. You know Dallas, and when um, Kristaps Porzingis comes back from his torn meniscus, yeah. um, I think they still. That I will say it hurt to lose Seth Curry. Yeah, it did. That was because you can't was, leave him on the floor. That yeah, hurt to lose bro. him. Yeah, so it's gonna it was, be interesting bro. to see see there. The only reason why I'm saying that Dallas has somewhat of a chance of maybe you know challenging one of those two teams, I guess, is more of mm-hmm. a way to say it, is because at the top again. They have Chris Stapps, who I thought had a really good year before he got hurt. And then Luka Doncic, who's, I mean, we heard around pretty much the NBA world, he's he's a favorite to be yeah. MVP. Yeah, no, seriously. So I think he's somebody who's going to take another step up. Yeah, and I definitely think Luka's going to take that. Man, but I think Luka's going to take a leap, leap, bro. We're talking about somebody that averaged 29, 9, and 8, or 10, and like, 
I don't. I mean, how much higher can you go, bro, from somebody that young? <laughs> it's what's crazy is because we haven't seen somebody mm. at such a young age like really put up numbers like that. So, yeah. I sky's literally yeah. the limit for him. And you know, you've heard me. I mean, you've definitely followed Slew. We didn't gloated about Luca. Yeah. Even right before, like, <laughs> right before the uh, COVID stuff dropped. Yeah, so we was yeah. I, I, I do see him being a 30-point scorer this yeah, year. I agree. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, the man averaged 28, 9, and 8. That's what it was. Okay. At okay. 20 years old, bro. And Scary. F- that's something that a playoff team is going to have to deal with for at least four games. And he had, and he had the Clippers. He had them rattled, on the, bro. On, on skates. <laughs> he had them on skates, bro. And so that was without half the time having Porzingis, Chris has Porzingis. So just speak thinking of having a, a a seventy game season under them, and also them hopefully going in healthy. Yeah, I don't know if they can beat the Lakers. Right. I think they can beat yeah. the Clippers or the Denver, especially the Denver healthy. Nuggets. Yeah, healthy. No, agreed. Agreed. And yeah. I'm not saying they will, but you put you put the the Mavericks against one of those two teams. Yeah. It's a toss up to me. And Rick Carlisle's a damn good coach and, too. And that's another thing too. Now you brought up a good point. <laughs> they also have one of the better coaches in the NBA. Yeah. So And we seen late like that that's what that that also matters. No, you're right. So you're telling me Dallas, Utah, OKC and Houston you're you're just like no. You don't think none of those guys? Well, so the, the Utah Jazz will make the playoffs. Yeah. Um Portland it's funny, like everybody. I mean, especially because you know we're from Seattle, we don't have an NBA team. Portland gets a lot of love out here. Yeah. And I've heard over the last few years, every year, how good Portland is and all that. Yeah. And I've I don't know if you heard me or not, but I've always been like the negative Nancy of Portland. Yeah. I look at the roster and I think they're solid, and I don't I don't ever think they have enough to get over the hump. Mm-hmm. And you know they did one year, they and did. I gave them credit for it. Yep. Uh, yeah. this year. I, I do think they're good, and I do think they'll make the playoffs. I think Nurkic coming back is real huge for them. Uh, let's not forget, I think, in our opinion, both of us, we can both agree, they they got a good uh, they got a good rookie in C.J. Allaby. Mm, great rookie. Uh, I thought Calm it was down. good they brought Carmelo back. Yep. They get Rodney Hood back mm-hmm. whenever he comes back from injury. I think he already has. So they do have pieces. I feel like they're still, like, built like that. Old NBA, yeah, kind of. Yeah, I see what you mean. And, you know, shout out to Dame, who I... Let's let's talk about this. Yeah. So, I think there was a... Uh, there was a... Uh, what was it called? On NBA, they did a um, survey. Mm. And I seen the best point guard. And 30% said Steph. And then I think right below him, 20% was Dame. Mm. Now, the year before that, 90% of it was for Steph Curry. Yeah. And I've been kind of having these debates about that. I mean, either A, I mean, I'm not mad at people who still saying Steph. Yeah. But I'm saying the door is open. Yeah. If you say Dame, I'm not mad at it yeah. at all right now. Because mm-hmm. what Dame has done over the last year and a half, even though, yes, he did lose to Steph yeah. two years in the Western Conference. Yeah. But then what he did last year and then with Steph not playing last year. Yeah. And it's almost like they're at a... They're at an even playing level right now because Golden State isn't as good as they were to be. Honestly, I would say Portland and Golden State are just as good right yeah. now. No, I agree, bro. Who's the best point guard in the NBA? I'm taking Luka. 
<laughs> you put him in the point guard category? Oh, uh, well, I guess, yeah. See, that's right, so right. tricky, bro. It's tricky. Because now, it's now it's you're tricky. saying James Harden is a point guard. It's tricky. I know. That's what I'm saying. Some people say yes. Some people say no. Like, I mean, I'm not going to answer the question, but I'm going to say this. I feel like the door is open because I think people were so wild by Steph Curry being transcended from the shooting that, that like, everybody was wild by that. And, like, Shout out my boy Manny. We talk about this all the time because he loves Steph, you know. But I'm like, I just feel like Steph is more transcending than, than better than some of the guys that we put him up there with. You know what I mean? Like, I can't say he's better than the, than the. Well, I mean, I won't say better, but he's up there with guys that are that are doing more than what he's doing. But I, I think you. his shooting makes him more transcending. Is he a better basketball player than Dame Lillard overall? I can't say that, but people. His shooting makes him such a god that I don't think people are looking at the overall. Mm-hmm. That's that's why I yeah. think now people are starting to see because that Warriors dynasty or whatever is diminishing and he's yep. by himself. Now it's mano y mano and people are putting you up against, you know, these other guys. And now right. it's just like, you know, you got the shooting, but Dame's got, you know, some people may take him for all the other stuff. And and you hit it right on the nail. Is bro. that why you is why what's your edge for Dame over Steph? Just I mean, quickly, if you, you kind of just said. I mean, yeah, Steph Curry is very and and to his credit has changed the game of yeah, the NBA. Right, that's too and uh, has set the mark. Now when it now this is my always have been my opinion and how I I'm I'm gonna take the angle with Steph. Steph has been blessed to been per been put in the perfect. Uh, scenario with the yeah. Golden State Warriors, mm-hmm. he had the right players around him, yeah. and uh, like I said, it worked. They yeah. won a couple championships, and all that. Dame has never been put in yeah. that predicament. Yeah, I feel like if you swap, and we get it, it's not that we get it. It's not his fault. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's yeah, not no, Steph's no, definitely fault. Definitely no, no. But like you're saying, yeah, go when ahead, we're talking going. about the yeah. over, like I said, when we talk about just the overall, yeah. just of being a basketball player, and who yeah. I trust more to. Yeah. Lead a team than others. Yeah, I'm. I feel more confident in Damian Lillard because right. I mean he's proven to me that he can take less mm-hmm. as far as he can. I. The only time we had a chance to see Steph do that was last year, yeah. and unfortunately we, he got hurt. But in the small sample size we saw, they got their asses kicked. Yeah, they was, and people was having no problem taking advantage of yeah. it. Yeah, and so I, I'll I'll agree they weren't that good, and also last year. They're they are good enough to make the playoffs though this year. No, most definitely. So I I don't want to hear was, no excuses. What were you about to say if you swap? Do you think the team? Yeah, I yeah. think if, if you, you put them on Portland, I think if you swap. Yeah. Well, I think if you swap for sure, Golden State, Damian Lillard still wins those championships. Right. Yeah. I don't know where Steph gets you uh, with the Portland Trailblazers. Yeah. I don't know. Now some people feel. Well, I guess that's not the argument because I was going to say some people feel Dame is more volume than Steph, but that's not the argument. That Steph's a better shoot. Like, Steph's a better – he's transcending in the shooting, so we're not – You're about to make my point. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Dame Miller, though, <laughs> is, he is uh, a little bit of more volume. volume, but you're going to see vo- Steph be a volume shooter this year yeah, because right. he doesn't have that same nucleus around him. Yeah. Uh, there's no clay that takes – People don't understand how vital Clay Thompson is to this offense. Yeah, you cannot I leave Clay Thompson a, at a all. shooter and then a defender. Like <laughs> you can't leave Clay at all. And on top of that, not only can you not leave Clay, he's on the move at yeah. all times. Yeah. So you cannot. That opens up so much of the offense. Yeah. And then on top of that, 
Your playmaker is a four. Right. Who can do a little bit of which everything. Takes another, which takes more pressure off Steph. Yeah, because now but, Steph doesn't have to worry about being a full-time playmaker exactly. as well. Which Clay is a solid... Yeah. I mean, a Steph is a solid playmaker. Yeah. Don't, not taking that away from him. But he gets loosey sometimes. You see. Yeah. 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 I think we'll see high turnover. Yeah. Uh, and that's usually when you have the ball in your hands. That happens. So that's right. not taken away from Steph. But you'll see high turnovers from Steph. You'll also see... A more higher shooting volume from him. Yeah. You'll see a lower shooting percentage. Yeah. Like I said, I think a lot of that, uh, a lot of his stats and numbers and everything has been fantasized because yeah. he's been such he, a the perfect situation. That's what I've been saying, bro. So he's the best shooter we've ever seen, and yeah. I think people are like fell in love with that. Oh no, exactly. So I'm gonna say this: the door is open, but I'm not mad. If you're saying right now, Dame is better than Steph. Yeah, I agree. Because not only last time we saw Steph, it was around, well, I guess before injury, but it was around uh, Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson and Draymond Green for a whole season. Uh, But like I said, he didn't get to play a full season with the worst team in the Western Conference last year. Yeah. So uh, we're definitely going to see how that bodes. Uh, you're now listening to Hoop, Narr- Hoop Narrative Podcast once again with my bro, Fred Joe. Uh, we got an ad coming right now. We're going to get right back to you guys after this. What's up, everybody? You're now listening to Hoop Narrative Podcast. Once again, it's your boy, OT. I got my bro, Fred Joe, in the building. Uh, reminding you guys, once again, that you guys can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor. And then we've been throwing the videos out to you guys on YouTube. So, yeah, please keep subscribing and following us on all those uh, applications. We appreciate you guys. Uh, you're now listening to us talking about the 2020-2021 NBA preview. Uh, we've been breaking down the Western Conference side, uh, talking about the contenders and, uh, you know, teams that we think are going to make the playoffs. Uh, so we talked about Golden State, mm-hmm. uh, the Utah Jazz, mm-hmm. uh, Portland Trail Blazers. Yeah. I forgot. We got we to gotta give it a little segment uh, to at least the teams, you know, that are fighting for that seventh, eighth spot. Okay. Okay. And those guys, we got the SAC. We got Sacramento Kings. Mm-hmm. Uh, San Antonio. San Antonio Spurs. Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah, of course you guys. And then. Oh, you I guys guess you could put the Pelicans. Like, yeah, the Pelicans. Yeah. yeah. The Pelicans. And then. Minnesota? The, the Phoenix Suns. I'm not putting the Minnesota Timberwolves. <laughs> Shout out Jalen Noel. <laughs> and I told him that he was I don't big. have it in the playoffs. <laughs> you did say that. Yeah. You did. You did. Because you said you guys got it. So Right outside. But I, I don't think that there'll be a playoff contender yeah. this year. You did say that. But those four teams, which are pretty much on the young side. Yeah. Uh, we start with, you know, the Sacramento Kings. They're a mystery. Uh, they're pretty much bringing back everybody, but they lost Bogdan Bogdanovich. They did. That was he went to the Hawks, piece. right? Went to the Hawks. Yeah, that was a big loss. Um... I think the question of who, like I said, who it comes down to is who we still haven't got a full, like, read on is Marvin Bagley, who yeah. they took number two in that infamous uh, Luka Doncic draft two years ago. Bro, he has not put together a full season yet. I mean, I've been hearing he's hurt. I just don't know, bro. I just, I feel like he's stuck between that center and stretch four position. Yeah, and I've heard from people that, you know, he doesn't really like the whole mindset of being a center yeah and i don't think he you could tell he wants to try to be more outside but it's like i don't think he understands he can do that from the center position yeah NBA. literally yeah. like you're more unguardable doing that from the center position but I, I feel like because he wants to 
he wants to like sometimes he wants to dance and he wants to you know what I mean like mm-hmm. he doesn't want to do the typical like bro bang home shots when you're when you when you're out there and just drive by yep. I feel like he wants to be more of a three man and I feel like that's where he struggles you know like he doesn't like being down low he wants to be on the wing but you're not really good enough to be on the wing and he hates the post I don't know bro No I get you and he doesn't want to be a stretch guy it's just I don't know and He moves really well so he that's does. why he could be a really good player yeah, yeah he moves like a deer And maybe he doesn't <laughs> want to bang and you know AD has that same issue yeah, but it's does. like right 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 You don't there's not too many and I don't think he'll start at the NBA center but I think he'll play a lot of five Yeah he doesn't have to bang. There's only how so many bang many. bang centers are yeah, there? Bro? Exactly. <laughs> There's not that many. A lot of people who play center now rebound and yeah. guard the post mm-hmm. and rim run. And rim run. You know, right. not somebody, not too many bigs. He has to guard down in the paint. So, you know, I don't know. And then you know, we had that uh, issue with uh, Buddy Hill. Yeah. He was not feeling coming off the bench. Yeah. They got rid of Bogey, uh, Bogdanovich, and so now. It's kind of on him too. You you want to be a starting too? Yeah, this what comes with it. Yeah, you gonna realize now it's more than just providing points. Yeah. So, uh, I heard they challenged him defensively too this year. Good luck. Yeah, I already <laughs> know you're not playing no D. Yeah, bro. <laughs> and we saw De'Aaron Fox take the next step. So I mean, I don't know. I feel like Sack is at their cap. Yeah. So which is why I don't think they'll make the playoffs this year. You're right. Uh, they didn't get any better. Yeah. Harrison Barnes got another year older. Uh, I like Rashawn Holmes. Yeah, I, I like do him. like Rashawn Holmes. Good energy. Bro. Yep, great energy. They got Hassan Whiteside, which was, I thought, a good rim run. But, like, you know how I feel about yeah, prototypical right. bigs. Those guys bro. are starting to become extinct. Yeah, yeah. so I don't, I, don't, I don't see them making the playoffs yeah. this year. And I, I know you agree with me. I'm not really feeling Luke Walton as being a head coach. Yeah, I was just about to say, <laughs> I'm not feeling Luke Walton either. I don't, you got all that love from winning them games with when Steve Kerr was out. But, shit, we could have did that. Yeah, so I, I don't, the I don't jig know. Jig is up on him. I think everybody facts. feels that way about him. No, facts. And then another San Antonio. They are another <laughs> team who they just didn't get better, and it's like yeah. we're almost just like holding what they've done over the last decade ahead of them. And so you, we're always, just hoping they figure yeah, it out. Exactly. Lamarcus Aldridge is another year older. Yeah, he already doesn't move well. Yeah, you can right. still score the ball, can still shoot the ball. Uh, Demar Derozan is. I, I like DeMar DeRozan. Yeah. I just don't think he's a player that fits your He's not your what number you one want. option. Yeah. You know, I don't not, know. Not if him or LaMarcus are, mm-hmm. I don't know. But right now, I don't think he's a number one mm-hmm. option. So that's probably where they struggle. And unless he got in the gym to uh, perfect the Jimmy along the three-point line, yeah. that's really tough to try to build around. And I, they don't have much else. Yeah. Now, they still do have uh, Baby Boy. Yep. Uh, baby boy, hopefully, will take another step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we got to see sample size last year because he was hurt at the beginning yep. of the season. Right, so right. this, this year, now, yeah, he should be ready to go. Yeah, you know, and you know, I, I think we know that baby boy's a grinder, and mm-hmm. you know, I do think he will take another step. He already got paid, so he doesn't have to yeah. worry about that. That's what most guys don't understand. Sometimes it's good when you get paid, so you don't have to worry about it. You could just play. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he got that situated. I'm sure he was worried because he had got hurt the year before. Mm-hmm. So now you're paid, came back last year, had a little bit of ups and downs. Now mm-hmm. you're a full year right now. So I think he's going to be good. Yeah. The small thing is with them. They just didn't get better in the league where you have to every year. Yeah, you're right. And they're still somewhat on the older side. Mm-hmm. 
And like I said, the pi- the pieces just don't match, and it yeah. sucks because they have the best coach in the NBA. They do. So they do. got that's some a- young pieces. I like Derek White, Derek Brent White, Forbes. Brent Forbes. You know, they got some, but it's just yeah. Do bro. they take you over the hump? Yeah, to get right. The playoffs, yeah, so. you're right. Those are guys that are that are uh, better better with other mm-hmm. big better, uh, better superstars players yeah, around them. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Uh, I want Demar be- and Lamar. They just look regular. I'm gonna say. I won't be surprised if Lamarcus Aldridge is somewhat open to a trade by the middle of the season, both or him or Demar Derozan, one of those two contender, to a contender, somebody who's looking to you know get over the hump. Yeah, because like I said, they're only getting they're only getting older, and I don't see the the, the Spurs are definitely not a playoff or not a contender. Yeah, and so I was like, what are they playing for this year? And then you got the other two young teams. We're gonna say the best for last, so yeah, we'll I talk about know. the Pels. <laughs> Uh, the Pels are interesting. Yeah, they are. I like their new coach too. I like Van Gundy. Yeah, I thought that was that was a great perfect pickup. mesh. Yeah. with how I think they should be playing. Yeah, exactly. And with what they have as the roster. Yeah. Um, I liked. I listened to JJ Reddick talk, and he's told Lonzo Ball, like, if you got a shot, shoot it. Yeah. And he said he's been yelling him for to shoot the damn ball. Yeah. And so, and I think that's the type of confidence you need to instill these young players. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we're seeing Brandon Ingram come off a career year, most improved player. Got paid too. Yeah. Does he take another step, or this is where he does he plateau here? And I love Bi, and so I know I'm gonna sound like a little bit of a hater because he's he was a Laker, bro, and you know, people you know people love to come back to me and, and get on me because they're like, well, look at Bi is doing now. <laughs> but my thing is is. I think B.I. is just a hooper. No disrespect. I don't mm-hmm. know if he's a winner. So I think he's going to get better, but I don't know if his better is going to translate to winning. I think he's just going to get better at just, you know, yeah. being a, a better basketball player. Like his skills, you know. Now, your skills always don't have to translate to wins. No, like definitely. a James Harden. Yeah, you know? I'm not saying definitely. he can get to that level. He's going to get better every year, but I don't know if his better is like second round. You know, Pelicans to the Western Conference Finals, you know, three, four years, maybe finals. I don't know if I could say that. I mean, let's not forget, too, his numbers also took a little bit of a dip when Zion came back. So, I guess another question is, you know, not exactly how they coexist, but how they fit. Some people say Zion, some people say I will say Brandon Ingram is the number one option because he is the guy. Who's a better winning number one option? Now, let me ask you that. I'm be honest with you, bro. I don't think neither of them are. Okay, I, I don't think I either. Agree. Yeah, I, I don't think either of them Hoop, there are some, somebody you can rely on to you to win basketball games day in and day out. And that's, that's no what, knock to either because I do yeah. think they're both superstar talents. It's about winning. Um, I think now the question goes, like I said, is when you need a bucket last minute and a half, two minutes of the game. You can't give the ball to Zion. Yeah. Now, can you give the ball to Brandon Ingram? Yeah. yeah. But just like you said, his attitude and mentality, can he see himself being the killer to get you over the hump? Yeah. He's still young, so yeah. I think he can still develop that. And hopefully that's something we'll see us that he's taking a step towards uh, this season. Uh, but do I think that Zion's stats will get better this year? Yeah, yeah. I do. Uh, mm. Seeing Zion be able to play for... <laughs> Not only a year, but also with no minute restrictions right. and not only, only playing two minutes in the fourth quarter, yeah. I think will be vital to them being able to uh, be the difference between them winning and losing games only just because of his presence on the court. Agreed. Um, I don't know, bro. Uh, just like you said, I think 
why they will not make the playoffs is who they lost yeah. was their leader and Drew Holiday, yeah. the guy you can bring around I you. About that. So I, I don't know if they'll make the playoffs. I do think that they will make spurts here and there, and I do think they will somewhat take a, somewhat of a leap. Yeah. But, I mean, let's be honest. To them, I mean, well, to the front office, it don't matter. They got so many draft picks, right, and right, the future right. is so bright for them. So if they don't make the playoffs, it's not necessarily a loss. If they do, great. Yeah. You can figure out some way to build upon. I think what you just want to keep seeing with the Pelicans is improvement. Yeah, and so I don't know if they'll make the playoffs. I do think... Them and Memphis will yeah. be floating around. Battling, huh? Yeah. So now Memphis, on the other hand, what I think what they have is what the Pelicans don't need. <laughs> veterans, guys that have been there before already. Uh, Jonas Valanciunas is a big piece. Um, Slow-mo mm-hmm. uh, is a big piece. Guys that, like I said, have played for winning basketball teams. Good Kyle Anderson. And John Morant should turn himself to p- potentially an all-star this year. <clears throat> so you take that. And then Jaron Jackson hopefully taking another step when he comes back from his uh, meniscus injury as well. Mm, I, I like Memphis. Yeah. That's who I think the Suns will be battling with for a playoff spot. Let's get to your Suns, man. I know you've been waiting. Let's get to your <laughs> let's get to your Suns, man. Yeah, so are they in the are they on the bubble or are they in? That's a good question, bro. And you know, I've been talking to a few people about this. So I will say, we did get better this no. season. Uh this offseason. Uh, going to get big Chris Paul. Additions. Yeah, going to get Chris Paul uh, was really big. But the move that I liked even more was going to get Jay Crowder. You have you have been preaching even with him in Miami. You was preaching yeah. about that. I, I love <laughs> everything loved he brought from them, from the yeah. toughness yeah. to being able to spread the floor, uh, to be able to defend the best player. And you put him next to Michael Bridges, who already defends the best player already. Uh, we get better defensively. Yeah. Uh, he spreads the floor, and then. I think the big question will be, and I'm not really worried about it. Uh, I do think Devin Booker will take the next step in his play. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess coexisting with Chris Paul, how does that look? Mm. Um, somebody asked me this uh, just a couple of days ago and asked me how I felt about you know Chris Paul coming. I liked it because I think it was an upgrade from Ricky Rubio. Uh, but then my first question was, like I said, how does it work with Devin Booker? Because he's headstrong, Chris Paul. Uh-huh. And on top of that, too, uh, you know, Chris Paul has the ball in his hands. Yeah. And Devin Booker's never played next to somebody who can also take those shots. Yeah. So, um, I'm not necessarily... I'm that was not, what people were saying, too. Chris Paul doesn't... I don't care. I don't care. Chris Paul doesn't play well with people that are ball-dominant yeah. like himself. So, they're like, I, it's yeah. not going to work. But I, I, don't, I don't feel that way, bro. But And so... And then, like I said, I mean... Chris Paul's also another year older. Yeah. So I took that into account as well. Right. Luckily, you know, he didn't have any major injuries during the season last year. He played actually a lot of games. Uh, and he meshed well with young guys. But mm-hmm. I'm seeing it from a broader picture. Uh, I really do hope that our the, the head of the snake can lead. Yeah. And Devin Booker has to be ready to go yeah. on both ends of the side of the ball yeah. and understand what it takes. Uh, I didn't really get to watch too much of us preseason. Yeah. And I didn't want to because... Uh, we didn't have our full team. Mm-hmm. And so I watched the Lakers game, right, the right, last right. preseason game. Chris Paul didn't play. Yeah, he didn't play that last one, yeah. Uh, there was some positives, though. I, I liked the way that we defended. Um, we were really scrappy. Like I said, I'm not worried about Devin Booker. Devin yeah. Booker got going in that game. Now, what scares me is going to be our bench. And that's why I said I didn't watch this because I didn't get a full size of our bench. Because Guys are hurt. Dario Sarge didn't play. Yeah. Cam Johnson just played the last game. 
And so I didn't get to really fully see. We had we had our uh, rook plan yeah. from Maryland. I can't even think of his name right now. Um, but we had we had him playing a lot of game, uh, a lot of uh, minutes off the bench. And I don't I don't think he's gonna really see too many minutes. But what I did uh, like about him for us was that he spreads the floor as a big, and he's a rim protector. And I do think you need to have one of those on your roster, most definitely. Right. Uh, he moves really well, and I saw that. I'm trying to bring up his name for y'all right now. I can't. It's, it's who the right, sons? Uh, yeah. Oh. The who who we who, who we drafted? Yeah. I can't think of his name. Yeah. Is it Chris something? No. I want to say his last name is Jackson. We gonna we gonna find it out right here though. His name is Jalen Smith. Jalen Smith. Okay. Jalen Smith from Maryland. Maryland. And he put up really solid numbers at Maryland. And like I said, when you talk about about a big, this is exactly what you want. Yeah. A guy that can spread the floor and a guy that can rim protect. And he, he does that. Yeah. He didn't really he didn't make shots in the preseason. Uh he shot terrible from yeah. the three point line. But I'm not I'm not worried about that though. It's preseason. There's a lot being thrown at him. So right. I don't I'm not putting anything on him. I do expect the Suns to make the playoffs all this year. That's what I wanted to hear right there. And I think everybody does. Yeah. You say you go get Chris Paul, who's a who's an all NBA second teamer last year. Yeah. You pair him with Devin Booker, who is potentially an all NBA team player this yeah. year, hopefully. And the young guys took steps and Michael Bridges, Cam Johnson, DeAndre Ayton. I don't see no reason why we shouldn't. Yeah, no, seriously, Jake Crowder. Tough guys. So yeah, so you say that that sounds about right. I mean yeah. we LA both LA's, um, Denver will be your top three teams, and then Dallas is your sleeper. Dallas is my sleeper. Yeah. Uh, you got your Utah, who should make the playoffs. We didn't really talk about the Houston Rockets. Yeah, that's gonna be. It's hard to talk about them right yeah, now because they don't know where they're going. Yeah. They went and got John Wall. They might trade James Harden tomorrow. Exactly. <laughs> uh, they got Boogie, who's look. Both of those guys have looked good in preseason. It's yeah. just preseason, but those guys kind of major injuries, so you have to take the positive in that. Yeah. And then you got James Harden, who's pretty much waking up every day, hoping that he hears that he's been traded. Yeah. (laughs) And back to Boogie and John Wall, what scares me is Boogie's coming off ACL, and John Wall hasn't played in two years ACL. So you just don't know know when the availability for them. It's tricky, man. And I do think, if they are healthy, I do think that they're both, especially John Wall, he's still somewhat of a – Potential All Star, yeah. Maybe Boogie's not, but I think Boogie is still. I mean, we saw him; he put up really good numbers with the Golden State Warriors yeah. before he got hurt again. So I do think Boogie is still, uh, definitely a a top, not a top tier player, but yeah. somebody who can definitely give you very good production yeah. still, very serviceable, yeah. And then they wouldn't got Christian Wood, who's been they under did. the radar for the last two I years. Didn't hoops. they sign him? Give him a little money? Three years, forty one million, I believe. So, he was hoping in preseason. Yeah, he 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 was. Yeah, he was so <laughs> and I think he's gonna start. But he's yeah. gonna come off the bench. The Pistons were they didn't even want to let him go, but it was just like Man, I don't know what happened. We'll like, get into them. Yeah, man, I, <laughs> I don't know what happened. They wanted to keep him bad. Yeah. So <laughs> and then the last team who, like I said, is fighting for a playoff spot is the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. Um, we were talking about Steph and Dame. This is going to be Steph's first year where he has to be a leader. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, people say, yeah, he well, he's led before. I think there's a difference between just being 
the leading scorer yeah. and being a leader. Yeah. And so Steph's playing with Andrew Wiggins, yeah. a young James Wiseman, Draymond Green, Kelly Oubre, good Your pickup. boy, Oubre, yeah. Uh, you, I mean, we just talked about it. That's enough to make the playoffs, right? Yeah, no, I, it, yeah, it is, bro. I mean, my thing is Steph is a... A top five player, right? Yeah, I'm just saying yeah, <laughs> if he's what if he's what you guys say he is, we're not saying that they should win the championship, but he should propel his team in some way. If he's what everybody he's, says yeah, he is, he should you have a chance to win yeah. every night out. And I'm not knocking Steph. No, like, not at all. Like you said, there's there's a difference between being a leader and the leader and scorer. And there's also not saying Steph is in this ballpark, but I'm anxious to see. There's guys that are leaders, and then there's guys that. When stuff's going wrong, you see, you know what I mean. You oh, see, you're right. like I'm anxious to see Steph's mindset this year because he's he already like everyone knows it's gonna be tough. But are you gonna show that on your face and what you're mm-hmm. playing? Like, are you gonna show that? You know what I mean. So that's what I want to see. And so this is basically what we, you know, what everybody wanted to see from him last year. Yeah, so exactly. Right. Exactly. Coming back to square exactly. one. No, Clay Thompson uh, towards Achilles. Uh, sadly. Uh, I don't know if it was hooping or yeah. pickup or they said just it was like out. before training, like workouts before oh, training workout. camp started. Yeah, man, that sucks. That's what man. sucks, like, and that's what it's the tough part, man. You know, you saw this with Boogie. It's like when you, when you mess up that ACL, it just leads to so yeah. many other problems. Uh, luckily, in Boogie today, came back and got hurt right exactly. again. It was like, damn. And thankfully, in today's world, with like you know seeing where we are at medically, yeah. you know, a lot of these guys are able to bounce back. Yeah, you're right. And, you know, we're going to hop right in. And speaking of bouncing back, yeah. uh, you know, we got through the e- the West. Let's let's get to the let's get to the East. Let's get to the East, man. So, you know, speaking of bouncing back, uh, the contenders on the Eastern Conference <laughs> side, uh, for anybody who's anybody who's been waiting to see basketball come back, got a dose to to see Kevin Durant on in preseason. Uh, I think it was a couple – actually, when they played Boston yeah. on Friday. Yep, a couple days ago. Uh Everybody who talked to either any basketball or any uh, player for the Nets who asked about Kevin Durant, they all said he looks like Kevin Durant. He looks like KD. Uh, when I watched, I watched him play before. Uh, I watched him when they played uh, DC when they mm-hmm. played the uh, Wizards, mm-hmm. but then I watched the Boston game. Yeah, he looks like Kevin Durant. Yeah, he looks just. <laughs> yeah, I was watching the uh, the. Gilbert, the no chill Gilbert Arenas and uh-huh. John Wall had been playing with them all summer, uh-huh. and he was saying like, "It's Kevin Durant." <laughs> he was like, "I know a lot of people yeah. don't know, but I've been yeah. playing with those guys privately. He's Kevin Durant." Yeah, <laughs> and so yeah, we all know it's preseason and whatnot. whatnot. Uh, you try not to put too much stock in it, but watching the Brooklyn Nets play, uh, they offensively. I think if you are a scorer, yeah. you're playing on the right team. Yeah, that's where you and It right. looks like Steve Nash is yeah. giving a much of a open Freedom. LA fitness esque. No, type of basketball. you're right though. A lot of pace and space. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of, you know, you're able to get to your spots. If you see a mismatch, ISO. Yeah. A uh, little bit of ball movement. Right. And I'm not surprised. I think Steve Nash, being the great basketball mind that he is, he looked at this roster. Yeah. He's seen that all of his guys offensively can score. Anywhere on the floor yeah. in any given situation. Doesn't matter if it's the ball in their hands or yeah. off. But a lot of those guys at the top in Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, 
Karis LeVert, and Spencer Dinwiddie mm-hmm. are all ISO scores. Yep, exactly. And so what we watched them do, and I don't know maybe if this was just preseason, but all of them just got buckets. Yeah, no, seriously, <laughs> seriously. That's, you're right, though. That's... You know, that's the AAU team you want to play on because it's lit. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, come on, man. You're going to score 120 every night. <laughs> and mm. it's real scary because yeah. you know what? It's almost kind of, what's the word I'm looking for here? It's almost like Steve Nash is taking what has been going on in the NBA yeah. and then taking it to another level. Yeah. Why cap my guys I got offensively? Why do I need to put them in all these different scenarios right. and spots and bring them off all these screens when they're already hard to guard is giving yeah, them the yeah, ball. Seriously. They're they're like the the Warriors are the best at what they did off putting the system together. Yeah. But Steve Nash has two of the best in the NBA at what they do, yeah. which is ISO scoring. Mm-hmm. Like there's not too many guys. I, you could put James Harden up there, but Katie and Kyrie, and no, Kyrie right there. The yeah, boat. yeah. That's maybe Katie's in a, maybe another actually no, because yeah. yeah, they're all in the same boat. Yeah. Well Katie what were you gonna say like more efficiently? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I would you. I would you. Yeah. I was gonna say that too. Efficiency wise, yeah, Katie, I hear you. But. So what I like so far with Steve Nash and what he's doing, he's not capping. He's not like yeah. he's not trying to put them in different scenarios and the ways. He's not making it difficult. Yeah, he's just already. It's not all about the terminology. Yeah, he's yeah. just using what they're already great at. And Steve Nash is probably one of the best basketball minds offensively that we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's a lot of doubters, and a lot of it has to do with. Uh, the fact that he got this opportunity without having any coaching right, experience. Yep. And we talked about that, yeah. And so, I, you know, I mean, Steve Nash is the, my favorite player to mm-hmm. ever uh, watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was excited about this only because Kyrie's one of my favorite players to watch. Yeah. But Steve Nash is a genius yeah. offensively. Seriously, though, like, watching him and then when he got the job, the first thing I thought was, He's gonna have Kyrie and KD and some. He's shit. playing with one of the two best, one <laughs> yeah. of the two better offensive players like, to play his have, game right now. He's gonna have those guys feeling good. Yeah, and then so it's like like when stick. It's like when Kyrie made that. Uh, he said something about like, there, you didn't really need a head coach on this team or something. Yeah, and he took on it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He on took KD, it back. He did. Though. I seen it yeah. the other day. He, he said, took I kind of take it back. But yeah. I kind of understood what he was saying though, yeah. because offensively. You really don't cap these guys. You yeah. just let these guys play. I mean, I guess now that you think about it, shit, D'Antoni let Nash just play until you figure something, until you find something. And that's what he and said. He tr- and he trusted him yeah. at the highest level. Nash usually found something. Yeah. He said it. that. He said, <laughs> he said uh, the game so plan was point. to put the ball in Steve Nash's hand and let him yeah. figure it out. <laughs> so I, I get it. I get it. I, I look, I can, I can now, I can honestly admit, I can kind of see. Where Kyrie was coming from, because Steve Nash played in the offense where he was able to just get the ball, and make mm-hmm. decisions. So, so I'm gonna go sense. out on a whim and say this, and you can, you guys can all quote me who's listening. They will be the number one offense in the NBA. I agree with you on that. Uh, they have four guys. Most points scored, yeah. all of that shit. Yeah. They have four guys that can get you 20 points at any given yeah. moment. Two guys that can get you 30 at but any I given moment. I didn't even think they would. I, I thought it was going to be a battle between Spencer and Karras, but they're keeping them both right now. Like, yeah. I thought they, maybe one would be gone this year. but I think you, you see to make it work. Yeah, yeah. And it looks like Spencer's going to start. Karras is going to come off the bench. I, that's, that was my next question. Mm-hmm. Who's going to be the sixth? Yeah, game? no. Spen- it looks like Spencer's been starting. Yeah. And so Karras is going to come off the bench. And I kind of like that, though. Yeah. Uh, I I, th- I do think that'll work. Uh, they brought back uh, Joe Harris. They did sign him this summer. Yep, and then they they said that they was gonna make that a priority. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Shalam. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout Joe- out my guy Kef, man. That's his boy. Oh, that's his boy. Okay, yeah, that's his guy. He love he loves Joe, man. And then they still got um, who's the big boy? 
Oh, Jared Allen. They still got Jared Allen. Yeah. They still got DeAndre Jordan. They have pieces. They got pieces, Crooks, bro. Torian Prince. Torian they got Prince. some solid, solid pieces. They like, got guys. Oh, yeah. So Landry Field. Landry Shamet. Landry Shamet. Yeah, yeah. Shamet got yep, traded yep. to there. Yeah, good pickup. Uh, I'm going to say right now, and I understand that this is their first year playing together, I'm going to say they make it out the East. Yeah, I, I'm going to say that they are the team that you're, that you're playing against. Now, the big question for them, is availability. Yeah. You got your star two players. One's coming off a major injury, and the other one can't seem to stay on the floor. Stay on the floor, yeah. So I do think that's the only thing stopping them from not making uh, a playoff, uh, making the championship. But they're unguardable offensively. That's a night, bro. You got to wake up in the morning and try to game plan to uh, guard Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, bro. It's one of those, like, bro, these guys are about to try to embarrass me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> what do it, I, there's not really much game plan you can put for that. Because just like just like I feel like what Steve Nash is doing, these guys can score in all type of facets ways. They got yeah. shooters. They got one of the two best ISO scorers in the NBA. Yeah. Uh, they got guys that can post up. Kyrie Irving was talking about him posting up, KD posting up. Yeah, you're right. You got rim runners. And uh, Kyrie's going a in the post of... over bigger dudes. Exactly. Too. He's just gifted. And they've both been hooping in preseason. Yeah. So, Austin? Yeah. Like I said, we're going to get into that. Yeah. yeah. We're definitely going <laughs> to talk about. So, I'm going to say Brooklyn's who to chase in Brooklyn. The okay. Okay. Now, the teams that are chasing them. Uh, you said Boston. Yeah, right behind them. Uh, I think we both thought we both thought they were gonna beat Miami in the yeah, Eastern Conference Finals. I did. We both did. Right. And they fell short. And I don't know if that has something to do with it being in the bubble, you know, not having Boston behind them playing at home in Boston. Uh, but I still think Jason Tatum has to get to that point where, like Brandon Ingram, it's not just about hooping. No, you're right. Like, not saying that's what he's doing, but. Your game has to translate to winning. And I think right now he's at the hooping phase. Yeah. Because he's young and that's okay. You know what I mean? Because you don't, sometimes you don't understand what it takes. Mm -hmm. But this year or next year, someone or something's got to click for him to understand like what it's going to take to win it. Because you out there just hooping, Mm -hmm. it's not going to get it done. And I think he saw the difference between, you know, preseason hooping and playoff hooping. And not only. Not only Jason Tatum has to understand that, but also trusting yeah. his teammates. Because yeah. I do think... You can tell he does it, too, in some... Yeah. I think he does, but I think he trusts his ability to be able to put the ball in the Even hoop more, more than right, that. Right. Yeah, That's the Kobe mentality. So, Jalen uh, Brown, I thought, was really vital to them not beating those guys because he did not get a lot of touches. Yeah, I feel like... He was very efficient, but he didn't get touches. enough. Jaylen and I, yeah, Brown. I don't know if that's I feel like Brad they don't Stevens. Trust him yeah. enough, bro. I will tell you this. Yeah. Talking about that, Brad Stevens is on the hot seat tonight. Yeah. They do not. I'm gonna say if they don't make the finals, yeah. they're going to start questioning Brad Stevens. Yeah, because this is now the third time that they would make the Eastern Conference Finals and not get over the hump. You're right about that. For that. All right, let's let's just keep it a bean, bro. Yeah, you're right. So, and we all love. Is Brad Stevens one of the best basketball minds right. in the NBA right now? Yes, but it's, it's still a business. And we have to understand that there's some there is a difference between coaching college and coaching the NBA. Yes, he is successful on the NBA level so far for what yeah, he's done. Yeah. But Boston, I think, has put Danny Ainge to his credit, has put together a team that should be able to contend for a championship. Yeah. And they and have not gotten there yet. Too, yeah. yeah. And I don't know the relationship, how great it is between Danny Ainge and Brad Stevens. Mm-hmm. Brad Stevens. Uh, but I he I feel like he's on notice at yeah. least this year. Uh, not in the playoff, not in the regular season, because I think there'll be a great regular season. Yeah. Uh, Kimber Walker's out early. 
which I think it will be fine. Uh, a really important player to them is Marcus Smart. Yeah, he is. And I think he has to take the next level offensively, being able to spread the floor offensively. Consistently, consistently yes, yeah. I mean, <laughs> consistently. consistently, right. Uh, I think Jalen Brown will take that next step. I think he'll be an also this year. He should have been one last year. Yeah. Uh, Jason Tatum will, I think, be a, an all-NBA player again. Uh, they got Tristan Thompson, which I think was great for them. They didn't have an uh, interior bully. Yeah. They had a, they have one on the uh, outside in the perimeter, but now they have an interior bully, yeah. somebody who's not going to take nothing from nobody, can rebound, great, somebody who is great at setting screens, yeah. all that. Versatile does all the dirty too. work. Yeah, Daniel Theus is more. He does a little. He does the dirty work, but he's skilled. Yeah. Uh, Tristan does all the dirty work. Workhorse and he rebounds. Yeah. So I thought that was a really good pickup for them. Um, they lost Brad Wanamaker, which, like I said, not the biggest. Yeah, not the biggest of losses. The nucleus is still there. Oh, they lost Gordon Hayward, which I think was going to happen inevitable anyway. I think people were waiting for that. Yeah, and I, you know, Gordon Hayward wanted to prove that he can still still be a number one option, and that wasn't going to happen in Boston. Yeah. Uh, some Kimba Walker has to also prove that he can. This is what you were, we, hey, we you were, you were on Kimba last year. We talked about this. Year. Being at Charlotte and trying to fight and make the playoffs and being on the contender, making the championship are yeah. two different levels. Yeah. And he did not prove yeah. that you can rely on him consistently yeah. in the East Conference Finals. He seemed like he was like not starstruck, but not understanding of where he was at. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, dude, you're in the Eastern Conference. You know what I mean? You're in the playoffs. You're it's real deal yeah. now. And we talked in our group chat, like, you know. You have the money. You're losing Kyrie. Dang, that's a lot of money to give Kemba Walker. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> and I and I I thought that they had enough to maybe try to build around that and keep the salary cap. Mm-hmm. But they went and got Kemba Walker, and he has to prove that he's worth that max deal. Uh, I mean, his numbers were solid. Yeah, you know, and they finished top three in the East. So, uh, like I said, there, I I do think. That they're the team to challenge to go, uh, Brooklyn. I think they match up well with them. Yeah. So we'll see what happens if you know if they get there. Uh, the other contenders. Oh, I mean Milwaukee. Now this is the team who a lot of people who are listening to oh will say, "Oh no, God. those are those are the guys who oh everybody are chasing." God, bro. Uh, we didn't talked about this over and over, bro. Uh, Giannis has still yet to prove that yeah. he's somebody that you can trust. In the playoff situation, it's crazy because people say, "Oh, we'll give." My guy Manny was telling me today, "We'll give Giannis um, somebody like CP3, and he'll do better." Like, not, like to me, it's just about what you do, your skill, and I feel like Giannis, your skill hasn't gotten better. Like your you, your skill has to get better for you to even the 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 other superstars team want to kind of play with you to feel like you can help them. Yep. At winning a championship, but your skills haven't got it better, and they're capped right now. So nobody feels like they they like. Why would I go play with somebody that's gonna cap my chances on winning? Yeah. And they're. I feel like people make it seem like the Bucks aren't putting. And we talked about this, but people people feel like the Bucks aren't doing a good enough job putting better pieces around Giannis, bro. Like Milwaukee's not a small market, and it's hard enough to get players there. And I'm saying the opposite. Yeah, I'm that's saying, how I oh, feel. Okay, yeah. I know. I, I feel that way. People feel like he's not getting the opportunity uh-huh. to get. And I'm like, bro, he's for it to be a small market. They're doing as everything that they can do. Just be honest. Giannis needs to get better. I mean, and 
I mean, let's give him credit. He rewarded them. He signed a max deal. He did. Extension he did. to stay. Uh, the bill's on him, though. And mm. maybe he does feel that way that it's on him. And maybe yeah. he does feel like he's let Nobody's Milwaukee going to down Milwaukee, the last bro. couple years. Be honest, bro. No. Nobody's going to Milwaukee. And they've done a good job, though, every yeah, year through trade and draft to put pieces around That's him. That's why though. I'm not mad at him because everybody knows small markets are hard to build. Mm-hmm. So... And so, you know, they went and got Drew Holiday. Yeah. They thought it was an upgrade from Eric Bledsoe, who did not really have that great of a yeah. playoff run. I feel like it's an upgrade, but I still don't feel like it puts him over the top. Yeah. But. And so, honestly, the question for me is, you know, can Chris Middleton do what he did in last year's playoffs? Can he do that this year and with Giannis taking another step up? Because, let's be honest, even if Giannis does, uh, you know, do what he's supposed to do in the playoffs, Chris Middleton still has to be that second-tier yeah. guy. Right. Night in and yeah. night out. Uh, we saw him, we've seen him have good playoff runs, and we see him not have good playoff runs. So uh, I think the bill is still out on him. I do give him credit that he did step up when uh, Giannis was not playing well against Miami. Yeah, last year he did. Uh, do you think he dips a little bit because Drew's there, or do you think he needs to take his game to another level? No, I think Drew dips. Okay. I think Drew is going to become From what more. He, what Drew's used to be. Yeah, I think Drew. That makes sense. Uh, You know, takes more of that dog roll mentality. Because you're in the best winning aspect of your life, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Drew is? Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah, he is. Yeah. This but, team's better than that. Pe- yeah, oh, that for Pelican's sure. Team. Yeah, 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 yeah. He has a real chance. Yeah. Now. <laughs> you're but right. But Drew does give an aspect of, yes, Eric Bledsoe is a good defender, but. As the, a lot of the NBA guys would say, Drew Holiday is one of the best NBA defenders, on-ball defenders true. in the NBA. Period, yeah. So you bring that to also now a third guy who can get you a bucket, yeah. which is very vital. Yeah. I do think that's going to be very important. He's solid at spreading the floor. Uh, he's a good, another post-up big yeah. guard. Right, right, right. Uh, right. I so I, I do, like I said, it was a good pickup. Yeah. But it all still starts at the top. Giannis has to take his game to yeah. another level than what he does in the regular he's season. Not a, Giannis is not a he's not a wing. I mean, Giannis is a big, but they have him playing the wing. Like I'm just telling you the excuses that I hear, bro. Like he should be on the block. Like he has no he's like he has no post game. Like he's not. He I feel like people think Giannis is. And my God, Manny, we had this. They feel like he's his dominance is similar to Shaquille O'Neal's. Like I asked you, just because he scores in the paint, but I feel like. Giannis, where he's struggling, like guys like Shaq is, those guys understood in the playoffs how to still get to their spots. Mm-hmm. He does that in the regular season, but I think he's still struggling with getting to where you need to get to in the playoffs. I was going to say, another thing that I think he's also struggling is understanding that uh, I feel like a lot of, or not a lot, but some of his uh, some of his woes in the playoffs yeah. comes, he sees a lot of double teams. You're right. Being able to play make, not, Out not of the just double, looking yeah. to score. Yeah. I thought he got... I thought that's when he started playing his worst in that uh, in the matchup with Miami because yeah. he started forcing the score yeah. and not knowing that what you have around you, trusting your teammates, yeah. and his teammates also has to be ready. Like, dude, you're not gonna outdo Jimmy Butler, dude. And not if you're not not if you're not able to spread the floor. Exactly. And you're not, and yeah. that's never going to be a part of your game. Yeah, never. It's not your your strongest your strong ass was never gonna be. Being a perimeter score. Exactly. So you I think what he has to learn is being able to pass out of double teams, being able to play make, yeah. uh, driving to the basket. Cause like I said, he's so 
a lot of times when he's getting downhill, he's so one dimensional. Yeah, you're right. Cause offensive foul. He doesn't even tough shot. seeing the help coming sometimes because exactly. he's so tunnel vision mm-hmm. on the rim. And what you saw with Miami, they walled up. You're already it's come you're almost seeing a box. Yeah. Like when you have the ball in your hands. Seriously. And a lot of teams, as we see, we're are gonna take and look and see what Miami did. I'm gonna use that the regular yeah. season. Seriously. Run me over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's usually how it happens too. Like mm-hmm. Everyone, it's that one year where people are like, oh, we're doing that to Giannis. That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're doing that. And let's not forget, he is the reigning MVP. Yeah, I don't, like I said, I do still think he'll put up incredible numbers in the regular season. He's a freak. That's, Siggy, that's his bro. name. Right, Siggy. Uh, seven foot, able to handle the ball, yeah. uh, get downhill. Yeah. He's quick as an, a gazelle. He's yeah. athletic. So I'm not knocking him for, he is a top tier player. I'm not saying he's not. He's all NBA player. But the lights get a little too bright for him in the playoffs. Yeah. And so, if they want to be able to beat a Brooklyn Nets or a Boston Celtics, Miami Heat, all, yeah. all of those guys above, he's going to have to turn it up another level. And uh, speaking about the Miami Heat, uh, we said they were another contender. Good Miami, yeah. Uh, I think they're taking the – I think they kind of took the Denver Nuggets approach. They want – To get better. Yeah, they want their young guys to get better and them to grow. Yeah. Bam Adebayo is coming off an all-star year. A hell of a playoff run. Hell of a playoff run. Um, and got paid. And got paid. Time is extension. Um, Tyler Hero is another guy who's coming off a hell of a playoff run. Look, Guys are looking for him to make a jump. You still got your all-NBA player in Jimmy Butler. Duncan Robinson's there. Duncan Robinson. Hell of a run. Uh, is one of the best shooters in the NBA. Dragic back, right? They brought Goran Dragic back. <laughs> oh, they're, they're feeling good. They lost Jay Crowder. Oh, they which did, I right. think they feel, and they lost um, Derrick Jones, yeah. who was a great glue guy for yeah. them as he well. Went to the Trailblazers, Derrick Jones, mm-hmm. Portland. So it's you know I feel like we're kind of giving them a little bit of uh, a pass of calling them contenders because they got there last year. Who, I don't, Miami? Yeah, yeah, I don't know if they're contenders this year. Yeah, yeah, I hear, I agree. You speak about the three teams we just talked about, and then we talk about Miami. Yeah. I do think they're really good, and I do think that at least a couple of those teams they can contend with. I don't think I'm confident in saying that they're going to you know, have a good chance of making the yeah, finals. Yeah, you're right. Year. You're right. You're right. I was like, correct me if I'm wrong. No, bro. no, no. You're right. I agree. I agree. And I'm not calling the last year a fluke. I just think this year is different. I just think this year is different. Not calling last year a fluke, but mm-hmm. I don't think that – yeah, I don't think Miami's a contender this year. Mm-hmm. I think they'll have a chance, but – Cause you're asking to rely on now an older Goran Dragic. Yeah. Um, I do think Tyler Hero will take a step, but will it be enough? Yeah. And then I I have no problem with Bam Adebayo. I I do think he is the glue, and yeah. I do think that he is going to be ready like for a real NBA season, a real NBA playoffs, yeah. traveling. And then I I have no problem with Jimmy. I don't think our only issue with Jimmy we both agreed on was can he be the guy night in night out? We heard him last year say after. Uh, Tyler Hero went off in a game. Yeah. He was like, it can be anybody any given night. Right. We know that in the playoffs, it's though, not like in that. that in a setting where you're moving around and you're going to Boston yeah. in the TD Garden, shit don't work. It has to be you. Yeah. And I know I sound like a, a broken record. Saying no, this. it does, bro. Yeah, but it I, does. I, I do think that he has to take more of a role of being the guy yeah. night in and night out, and that's kind of hard too. In a in a season like this where he just played until October, mm-hmm. only got to take a month off, mm-hmm. and you know you're asking him to come right back. Yeah, come right back. So I let's say I mean, and a lot of these guys that we're talking about, all these teams, all those veterans we're talking about, 
you're not gonna see shit from them yeah. in early on. In They're the gonna season. look bad, so just yeah. I hope you. I hope you guys understand that. You see, I mean, LeBron's numbers. LeBron was looking look, shitty. He, yeah, bro. he was, bro. He was falling over. Shit, bro. I said, this guy, he's just out there, bro. But I'm not <laughs> putting nothing in it. <laughs> right, right, right. It's I'm no not. cake early. Yeah, he, it's no cake he early. Looked, he, don't let his numbers fool you. He looked. He did not look shout into. Out, <laughs> shout out my boy C. Wall. He's gonna be preaching that early. We're gonna look bad, and who cares? He guy. thinks the opposite. Honestly, I already <laughs> talked to him. Well, that's funny because he, he already, understands. He already that. thinks that you guys are gelling. I was like, no, the <laughs> young guys look good. <laughs> yeah, look terrible. Taylor Horn Tucker looked good. He Kyle did. Kuzma looked good. He did. Yeah, he did. Kyle Kuzma looked good. He I did. will they say they both did All look good. Season, yeah. And then AD is the younger part of mm-hmm. of the nucleus. Yes, he looked good. Yes, he's still in his prime. LeBron's thirty six years old. Yeah. So yeah, I I think Jimmy Butler is in that boat of you will see some rest from him. He I don't even know if he's ready for the beginning of the season. So. Yeah. Uh, him, Gwandrogic, I don't know if they're going to have enough flow to be ready for a gauntlet of seven-game yeah. series playoffs with going against the three teams we just named. Yeah. Uh, Some teams that in the East that are looking to make Philly, playoff Philly, no runs. contender? You're right. Yeah. No, I'm just no, asking. No, you're I mean, right. You're right. I don't know if They I keep say. getting this boat. Uh, they just went and got Doc Rivers, who has been in his predicament playing times. The reason why they're... They're on the in and out is because they brought back the same team. And yeah. we saw the woes with them last year. You like the Seth Curry pickup? I do like the Seth Curry pickup. And what's the other dude? Did they get another shooter? I feel like they got two sh- No, it's just Seth. I'm going to have to look that up. Who's the other shooter that they got? But, I don't know. I'm hope- I feel like the spacing's a little bit better than last year. But but just like we've just been saying, it starts at the top. Oh, Danny Green. Danny Green. That's what it was. Yeah, Seth and Danny. And so it starts at the top, and it's like the ball is going to be in either Ben Simmons' hands or Joel Embiid's hands. Uh, the negative, the negative with Ben Simmons, he's not an outside threat. Yeah. The negative with Joel Embiid is that he wants to score on the block. Yeah. Both have both that are the 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 opposite of what you want to be in today's right, game. Right, right. <laughs> so, and we you know we heard the rumors, the who they're who they're trying to plug in. Is James Harden mm-hmm. now? If they do, let's let's talk as if they possibly can get James Harden. If they do get James Harden, yes, they are a contender. But now they also are going to lose Ben Simmons, who we are hearing in rumors Philly is now offering him up because uh, Houston doesn't want Joel Embiid, yeah. and I understand why they don't. Right, 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 right. So, Shit, if I'm Houston though, I'm trading Joel. But I get he's. I mean, if You're I'm trading for it, if I'm Philly, oh yeah, I'm trading. Even though I get he still yeah. doesn't want it, but they if don't it's want me. That. That's what I'm giving yeah. out first. Are now are you trading Ben Simmons? I don't know. I'm gonna be like I like. You. Ben, I am. You are. I am. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like Ben Simmons and James Harden. I don't know. But then I, I I feel like it's more. Is it Joel? Is it Joel's positives or is it Ben's negatives? I guess I'm basing it more off just at the end of the day. James Harden is the type of piece you want on your team. Yeah. So if that takes that, I have whoever to. Want, whoever we got to get for him. Then. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not and, mad, I though. mean, Ben Simmons, that's not the steepest of prices. I, I mean, it's Ben Simmons an all-star, yeah. still young. Yes. But when you can go get a player like James Harden, uh, you kind of don't, you don't hesitate. You go get him. Uh, like I said, Ben Simmons is a, somebody who can't do what James Harden can. The only difference or the negative effect of that you miss is what Ben Simmons brings for you off defensively. So, yes, you're going to miss that. But you got Matisse, who makes up for that. Uh, Josh Richardson makes up for that. Uh, Tobias is versatile. So, 
I don't know, bro. I mean, I don't know what else Houston's asking for. I'm hearing they're asking for the whole Monopoly bank and everything else after that. So I don't I don't know what else is going to take. But it looks like Doc Rivers and Philly's going to take the stance of seeing what they got first and moving from there. So uh, we just talk about the team they got right now. I'm going to say they're teetering. I can't say they're necessarily contenders, especially against those three teams we just named. I don't know if they have enough. Yeah. No, I agree with you. <laughs> so, like I said, that's somebody you keep an eye on. And then the other teams, you know, you got who probably will make the playoffs is Indiana Pacers. Um, I mean, I guess the Orlando Magic. Uh, I forgot. Uh, they the, did make the playoffs. Let me yeah, so I'm just saying did. that. And they didn't lose or gain nobody. Right, right. Uh, they they got, got a good coach, too. And they got uh, Anthony Cole. They do. So that was a good pickup for them. Call Anthony. Call, Call Anthony, Anthony yeah. yeah. And then uh, the Wizards. I forgot about them. Russ, dangerous Russ. They went and got Russell Westbrook, who was still an all-star at the end of the day. Yeah. You compare, you put him now next to another all-star who had a hell of a year last year. Yeah. Uh, are are they a shoo-in for the playoffs? In the East? I think they are in the East, oh, right? Bro, I don't. Right They're now, right there, bro. Yeah, about They the got them ninth right now. So they were ninth last year. Last year, yeah, they got them last year. And you so you got Brooklyn, who should move up all the way. Uh, oh, that's what we forgot to mention, Toronto. Mm. And you know, I feel like Toronto's same with Philly. Like they're on that teetering yeah. of being contenders or not. They they didn't get better. Yeah. Uh, they're coming back with the same uh, nucleus. Collar is a year older. To me, it's all about Pascal. Because yeah. Nick Nurse, that system's going to work. Same with Giannis. He took yeah, that. He exactly. Took, can you prove to me that yeah. you can lead us in the I playoffs? I trust those guys' the systems that they're in. You mm-hmm. know, uh, and with uh, Milwaukee. and mm-hmm. uh, Who are we talking about Nick right Nurse? now? Yeah, Nick Nurse? Yeah, Nick Nurse in Toronto. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, I trust those systems. But the guys that are leading their system, Pascal's another one of those mm-hmm. guys. You, you just got to get better, bro, because the system's there. Mm-hmm. And so they went and... They pretty much have the same roster, mm-hmm. and they went and got in the draft. They got Malachi, Malachi Flynn, yep, and he's been he balling in preseason. Good, really I thought good. that was a really good pickup. They resigned Fred Van Fleet. They did, uh, but like I said, I think they're teetering. I don't know if once again they're better. They don't know if they're good enough to play Boston, Milwaukee, and Brooklyn in a round and say we're confident saying they're going to win that round. Yeah. So I feel the only like, chance for me is because those guys have a system, but I can't right now. I can't see, say I see the system beating the likes of the Brooklyn's. And mm-hmm. but when you have a good system, you have a chance. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how much of a you know chance you'll have to win. Mm-hmm. But, and yeah. I think this year we'll get to see Trey Young in a playoff scenario. I hope so, bro. Uh, I think yeah. they made the biggest jump out of everybody who didn't make the playoffs in the East. And including the Orlando Magic. Agreed on that. Uh, they went and got Danilo Gallinari. They already got Clint Capella on the trade deadline last year. And then... Sacramento they, boy. What's his name you just talked Bogdan about? Bogdan Bogdanovich. Boom. They went and uh, signed him. Mm-hmm. And I think they... Rondo. And they got... That Veteran was, Rondo, that was yeah. the biggest pickup, That was the biggest, yeah. yeah. That was the biggest pickup. And this bro. was also already with a nucleus of John Collins and uh, Trey Young, mm-hmm. who shown that there's flashes there, that they have something with those two. So, and then also, um, boy from Virginia, who they also drafted. Oh, uh, he starts. I can't think of his name. He was a lottery pick. <sighs> he played solid in preseason, too. He did, and he's going to start this year. And yeah. it looks like they're going to bring Danilo off the bench. Yeah. 
Um, we're talking about DeAndre Hunter. DeAndre Hunter, that's his name. And then yeah. somebody who you named, uh, Cam Reddish, we were talking I, about before we got on year, here. Big year in my eyes. You, you expect for I, him to be ready, actually, yes, this year. Yes, actually ready. Mm-hmm. The last two years, Duke and last year, it was like people were wondering if you could get back, you know, but I think this year, because you had a good second half of the season last year, mm-hmm. now I'm, I'm anxious for you to be ready to go. You know who else they got? Who? Somebody you play with. No, don't say they got Tony Snell. They got Tony Snell. Wow. And I think that's actually a really solid pickup. Where did that? Where, was it? Was it? A, I think it was a free agent. Okay. okay. I think that in sense of veteran leadership, mm. uh, somebody who can stretch the floor, yeah. two way defender, yeah. two way guy. I thought that was a pretty good pick. Like I said, some guy, those are veteran. Those are the type of guys you need to make this push yeah. to make the playoffs. Right. Uh, you expect Kevin Huter uh, to also make another push as well. That white boy, he got a burner. Mm-hmm. So I think they are very much well fit to. Yeah. I don't even. I really don't even think that they'll be battling. I think that they'll comfortably make a six, seventh, or eighth spot only because the bottom of that East isn't that good. Do you think Trey Young's stats dip a little bit? No. 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 Only because the ball is still being in his hands. Right. Majority. Uh, and even playing next to Rondo, which I I think he's better at regardless, playing off the ball. It's yeah. kind of like Steph Curry. Yeah. Steph Curry's better off the ball than he is with the ball in his hands. Because he can shoot like a... Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> now you get to put him in action. He's got an elite level burner, yeah. so... <laughs> now you see the turnovers go down. To, uh, he was the... He led the league in turnovers. Yeah. So now you get to see, hopefully, him cut into that because he doesn't have the ball in his hands as much. He has shooters around him. John Collins is one of the better power forwards in this game as a young guy, too, as well. So... Um, definitely. Uh, Remember, I was preaching John Collins, yeah. but I'm glad he's gotten extremely better getting his due. So I'm excited to see. I'm honestly, that's one of the teams I'm excited to see just to watch them. And you know, Atlanta? league passed in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited to watch, uh, 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 not Houston, but Atlanta this year. I think they have a, a good, exciting young team. They're going to get out and run. They're going to shoot a lot of threes. Uh, they fit the mold of how you want your team to look. And then you put them around veterans as well. So you got, Indiana, I think Atlanta's a lock. Uh, Charlotte got better. I do think that they will be battling for an eighth, ninth spot. Yeah, they got Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward's hopefully going to prove that he still is that guy, yeah. can lead. Um, he's also starting out the year hurt, something that, you know, you've been dealing with, with him ever since he broke his leg. Uh, they also got LaMelo Ball who's been playing very well. He's been showing flashes of being one of the greater playmakers in in, in the NBA. LaMelo's nasty, all this. Yeah, he is. He's extremely nasty. Uh, the Knicks are still bad, even though they got the best <laughs> pick. In you the, sounded happy saying that. The Knicks are still bad. It's just facts. Even though they got the best pick in the in the class, or not the best pick, but the more favorable pick in Obi Toppin. Hey, regardless of what happens, like, I'm going to just say... Otis has been an advocate for Obi Toppin. And when I was watching him in preseason, I see everything else. I'm like, damn, this guy's going to be scary, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, he just oozes with everything, like everything that with, you want. He plays with energy. <laughs> yeah. he, has a, he has a little bit of skill in the perimeter. Yeah. He can shoot. And he he's athletic. Yeah, that's how I'm, I'm watching him. I'm like, he literally does a little bit of everything you want in today's guys. And so hopefully New York can clear some of that log jam they got down there in the bigs. And try to move some of those guys and make room for him. Yeah. Uh, Chicago Bulls, they're bringing. They're, Get Zach Levine out of there, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and they're kind of taking the same approach as a lot of the other like younger teams. Of let's keep, uh, let's keep trying to develop our young guys. Yeah. 
the nucleus st- is still there. Uh, Zach, Larry Markkinen, Kobe White. Mm-hmm. Kobe White, I think, is going to improve this year. Yeah, Wendell he came Carter. on hard. Yeah, yeah. Wendell Carter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kobe came on strong in the second half of the season. Zach so did as well. Larry Markkinen is going to. I think he's going to be the difference if they're fighting for a playoff seat tonight. I don't I know. I think Lloyd have a good year. I think he struggled with. I know he's had. He had yeah. a bad. Maybe I think he just coach. struggled from the gym <laughs> boy. Yeah, that yeah. system, bro. Like. He's like a college coach. I feel like, and all the players hated him. And yeah. I just feel like, because Laurie, remember that first year, bro? He was he was showing the skill. He was showing everything. Yeah. And then Jim Boylan came, and I feel like he just kind of messed Laurie off for the last, what, two years? Yeah, bro, we got the fantasy league yeah, popping. Yeah, bro. He was. <laughs> I picked him, and I'm like, man, I'm about to get 20 and 8. Man's about to spread the floor. Oh, yeah. He was the most frustrating yeah, guy, bro. like. To deal with him because he's skilled, he's extremely skilled. We yeah. know he can shoot, and he fits today's NBA. Yeah, he, <laughs> he's perfect. He can handle it. Six eight, six nine, can shoot it. Like protect the rim a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I mean, hopefully, I, like I said, I think with a lot of these young guys, him, them, Charlotte, I think they're about even. Detroit, they had the worst. I I don't know what Detroit's trying to do. They kept Blake Griffin. They didn't try to trade him. I don't know I if they did or not. For Detroit, bro. They went and gave money to uh, what's his name? Not Jerry and Graham, but Jeremy Grant. Jer- his brother. Yeah, yeah. They yeah, went yeah. and gave money to him, which I mean, understandable. But that wasn't smart. You should have just gave that money to Christian Wood, yeah. <laughs> who because was the young player who yeah, was hooping for who, you guys. And not like that. He's more Christian Wood's more for right now, like yeah. for what you need. Jeremy Grant's looking for a bigger role, but his skills don't even say bigger role for you guys. So you paid him to, for himself to have a bigger role, and then he's gonna come in there and do what? You know, no knock to him, but his his game doesn't scream bigger role. Yeah. It's intangibles. Yeah. So they're gonna you're gonna be mad about that, thinking he's gonna come in and score 18, 19, and he's not. He's, he's struggling not, yeah. in the preseason, and that's because they don't know what to do with him. <laughs> I will say, uh, Troy Weaver, who is a GM there, I I think what he is trying to do is trying to hoid assets. And a lot of these guys, he'll try to move throughout mm-hmm. the season. Okay. Uh, he knows Jeremy Grant could possibly be worth the first-round pick. Uh, Blake Griffin is somebody who will probably be moved. Derrick Rose is still somebody who can be moved. He already traded um, Luke Kennard. He did. So I think not. that – and I'm not – I understand, and I'm not mad at what he's trying to do. He's going in on assets, right. trying to get first-round picks right. so he can rebuild. He knows they're that's not going to be good this smart. year. So I'm not mad at kind of what he did. And then the Cavs are in the same boat. I think they're just still they're trying terrible, to develop bro. their young guys. Get uh, better, KP. That's yeah. just grind, man. See, yeah, seriously. Just grind. Uh, you saw a positive sign from um, uh, not Darius Garland, but who's the other guard they have? Um, Saxon. Colin Saxon. Colin Sexton. They saw a positive from him. He yeah. actually played really well at the end of the season. Yeah. You're still waiting to see what you got from Darius Garland. Um, another player who really hasn't who hasn't been out there that much because uh, he's been hurt, who's a young player, is, um, oh, man, the wing. I can't think of him. Dylan's, Dylan Windler. Who? Dylan Windler. Who's that? You don't know Dylan Windler? Mm-mm. Shooter? Mm-mm. Really? You got to put me on game. Dylan Swindler. No, Dylan Swindler. Where is he? Uh, it sounds familiar, but... Mm-mm. Where is he from? He played at... He's been hooping for the Cavs? Yeah. He was a first-round pick. Mm. He's from um, – he was a two, last year or 2019 first-round pick. Played for Belmont. 
oh, player. Oh, the yeah. team. Okay, he was on the team that went to the tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. He can play. He got I didn't in. know that. Okay, okay, okay. I'm so on now. You, I'm on now. He's been hurt, and so you're still trying to see what you can get from him. Uh, Seti Osman, I honestly think he's a guy who they can like look Seti. to trade. Yeah, yeah I, like I think Seti. they can get something for him. Dante Is KP Exum? hurt, bro? No, I don't think he's, he's just not hurt. playing. I haven't seen him. I play think before. he was dealing with some legal issues. Okay, yeah, that situation. And I think it got cleared. Okay. They went and got Don Maker. Like I said, they, they got did. a whole bunch of young guys. Play so, hard. Is Kevin Love still there? Kevin Love's still there, but I don't he's think ready. he'll be there. Yeah, I think yeah. trade deadline. Larry Nance. So they're they're young. Still trying to figure out what they got, who they can possibly build around. Yeah. All those names we just named, I don't no. think it's one guy you can build around. Mm-mm. So they're still stuck in no man's land. So right now we got Lakers, Clippers. And Nuggets on the West, and then Boston, Brooklyn, and who are we gonna say Miami? No, Tor- uh, Toronto. I'm say Miami, Boston, Brooklyn, Over Miami, Philly? Toronto. I'm. We're only gonna we're gonna put Just them in emphasis. Okay. We're gonna put okay. them in emphasis okay. to see if they get James Harden. Okay. Okay. So I agree with you. Out of those three teams, who's moving to the finals? Lakers or Brooklyn, man. We we could debate the. The East, but you know who I'm gonna say for 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 the West. Yeah. So. So you got Lakers, Brooklyn. I got Lakers, Brooklyn. Bro, if Brooklyn, if Brooklyn don't make the finals after all this talking, I'm telling you, they don't have no choice, bro. Who Brooklyn? Yeah. You don't think don't, so? They don't have no. I'm saying they don't have no choice but to make That's it to the finals. You don't think so? Yes, I think they have no choice but to make it. I mean, I'm not giving excuses. No. Nope. First year coach. Two guys coming off an injury. Man. I think it's a two-year plan, but I'm going to say that it's Brooklyn. Who makes it out the East? <laughs> here, here. Oh, this goes. You stick already? <laughs> Man, it's tough. I, I, do like, I do think as of right now, the Lakers are the best team in the West. Mm-hmm. It's so hard. It's so hard to not to say that the Clippers – don't have a chance to make the finals. They do. Today, and we're going to talk about this during the season, throughout, throughout. I'm not locked in, but I'm going to say the Lakers. I'm locked in on the Nets. I'm going to say the Lakers make it to the finals. I'm not locked in. I want to see Kawhi, and I want to see Paul George, but I'm not locked in yet. Because it shouldn't look like that. It shouldn't look like what it looked like last year, so we're hoping. And I will say they got better. Serge Ibaka makes them better. I will will say that makes them better. And... Maybe father time starts to set in for LeBron James. Yeah. I don't know. No, you're right. Because we're all, everybody's looking like it's got to be around the corner. <laughs> so, right now, I think we're both agreeing Lakers, uh, Lakers, Nets, Finals. Mm-hmm. Dark horse for both teams. Bo- dark horse for both sides. Like two different teams? Yeah. Uh, Clippers. Clippers Boston. Okay. Clippers Boston. Not the only. Yeah, Clippers Boston. The only thing I want to say Miami, but I don't feel like what happened with Miami with Boston last year will happen this year. I agree. Like the like them, you know, the freezing up Mm -hmm. and like struggling with the zone. Mm -hmm. I don't think that'll happen to them this year. And I trust Miami, but I don't know if they'll be I don't know if they'll have the same flair. Okay. So I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Boston Clippers. Now I'm gonna keep it a bean. I'm I thought go Boston Clippers. I thought them losing Drake Crowder is really gonna hurt. 
Yeah. Uh, my dark horse, and I, I think we talked about it a little bit. Uh, finals. I can't say them in the finals though. Who Dallas? I want to say Dallas, but why not? Shit. What what round did they lose to the uh, first? The Clippers for oh, it was, mm-hmm. was first round. That's right. I'm gonna say my dark horse is Denver. I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna say that Jokic. And Jamal Murray take that next step. I'm going to say that Michael Porter has a very positive season this yeah, year. Yeah, you're right. And Will Barton is going to be very vital to them throughout the season. Mm-hmm. And then on the East, I'm agree with you. Uh, even though they're not really a sleeper, I'm going to say Boston mm-hmm. outside of Brooklyn has that chance. Uh, Why is Boston able? It's just we can't give up on them. Is it because the guys are young? Like, yeah, they're just yeah. They have two so young, su- they're two yeah. young all stars. One's a, a budding superstar, and Jalen Brown has the potential to be a superstar. Yeah. So. You mix that in with all every other piece they have, and Kimba Walker, uh, Tristan uh, now, and uh, great glue guys. Yeah, Daniel Theisville, I thought was a good a good pick, and they have one of the better coaches in the East. So yeah, it's kind of hard not to MVP. And we've been of hearing the season. Yeah, we've Ooh. been hearing that somebody is a heavy favorite. But who you got, bro? I'm gonna have to agree with you, bro. I said I didn't say a name yet. Okay. I just said that he is a heavy favorite, right. and I didn't say the name yet. Who who are you agreeing with me with? I'm gonna go ahead and say Luca myself. Bro. Okay. I'm gonna go ahead and say Luca myself, just based off what my Lakers are coming off. The teams are in the bubble, you know, and what the start of the season is gonna look like. You know what I mean? I feel like. Luca is gonna be ready to go from the from from the beginning all the way to the end, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not gonna be no. Oh, I was in the bubble. Like, he's young. He's the youngest killer. So I think that's he's still he's on. A, he's yeah, a killer. <laughs> so I think he's gonna he's still on go mode, bro. Now I may be going on a limb saying that, but I think it's Luka Doncic, bro. I I have high praise for that guy. I have high praise. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. Man. I'm gonna say the numbers are gonna be there. That's, that's for sure. Yeah, for surely. So the so what it's gonna be if they can be a top five team in the West. That's gonna be the difference if he wins MVP or not. Uh, if he's not, then I think the door is open. Um, I'm gonna say that Anthony Davis is gonna be the MVP this year. Mm. I think I don't understand why his name's not being thrown out there. I think the Lakers will be a top two he team. Plays with Brian? I think this year it won't matter <laughs> because I think he's. He's still young. He's yeah. going to take another step. Yeah. And so I think Anthony Davis should have got more recognition last year. Yeah. But how strong he came off in the playoffs in yeah. the finals and then coming into being solidified. Money's good now. Right. You're right. Uh, he's locked in. I do really think that Anthony Davis has a good shot outside of Luka being MVP. I think uh, I think people are going to get tired of voting for Giannis, even though I think his numbers will be there. I think they'll be good enough. Uh, but if you ask me, I think Anthony Davis should get real consideration for being the MVP. It's like because he plays LeBron, people feel like he's capped. Like, he's not young and he can't get better. Like, that's just crazy. Nah. <laughs> he has a definitely another right, step right. He has a perimeter game I think he can definitely yeah. add on to, which I think we'll see this year. He's still an elite defender. Yeah. It's offensively that you still haven't even seen him that's touch his surface He hasn't yet. even scratched his surface offensively. That's yeah, what's man. scary. So... You know, Hoop Narrative, we just got it in, man. Uh, we just broke it down to you guys. So we got Lakers, Nets, Finals. Yee! Uh, I think we both can agree. Either Luka's the favorite. I think AD's right behind Who, him. Okay. Who's your th- who's your three, bro? My three? Your, your, uh, 
your your third who's somebody that who's the third guy that you feel like has a chance to win that um MVP? Yeah, the third guy. You said A D and Luca, who's your third guy? Uh I mean it's a crop of guys. Uh Giannis. Okay. The, then it goes down to the Siggies. Huh? LeBron, yeah, LeBron and Giannis are still right there. Okay, I was, I can't say James Harden because I just don't know where he's gonna be, yeah. and I don't think Houston's gonna be good enough to start off the season. If he does, if he's there all season, then no. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I th- those are my crop of guys right there. Jokic will be somewhat of a com- in the conversation, but his numbers just won't be good enough yeah. for, to uh, compare to all those other guys. Okay. So you got a third? Nah. Kevin Durant. Oh, damn. <laughs> My bad. God, Kevin, Kevin Durant. Durant will be in there. But no, I, I feel like because of he's coming off the injury, people are not people I don't think people think he can he's gonna like get up to that level. I think people think this year is gonna be kind of like a he's gonna hoop, but to get his rust off. And I, I think he's gonna I think he's in kill mode knowing him. Oh, like, yeah. I want to show people that I'm MVP. I'm ready right now. Yeah, no, you're right. I just totally Now it's going to take a year or two to get mm-hmm. back. Like, I'm ready right now. I'm so also saying that Kyrie will be all sec, all second team NBA if Agreed. he stays healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you heard that all right here, man. My bro was in, man. Like I said, these are the type of episodes. I, it's, this is fun <laughs> doing this type of stuff, bro. Well, we can really, no, no guess. We really just chop game. Just chop it yeah. up, bro. Just pretend like the mice and Ivan in <laughs> right, front of us. Right, right. Real rap. I love that. Man, season two, episode uh, 12. Hoop Narrative, man. We out. Let's get it. On the floor, I don't waste time. Two seconds, one shot. I'm going to make mine. Hit a three-pointer on baseline. They want my spot. I'm trying to save mine. So you should move over. So you should move over. So you should move over.